Hey, Steve, Rick from New Brunswick. Give me a voice intro. The uh, fall colors have peaked here in New Brunswick. Uh, this week has uh, been awesome for getting out on the fat bike and uh, getting pictures and videos and uh, catching up on uh, your podcast. Did a uh, binge listen uh, last night while at work. And the last episode, I finally got caught up on your Jenny Tough one. Great episode as always, bud. Keep up the great work. Cheers for now. Hello again, friends. Welcome to My Back 40 and the My Back 40 podcast. I'm your host, Steve O'Shaughnessy. Thanks, Rick, for the voice intro. Awesome to hear from you. And um, if you want to send me a voice intro, whip out your device, record me something and send it to myback40podcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you and I haven't been getting too many, but I think it adds kind of a nice element to the show. Love to kind of connect the community and hear what people are up to. And I hope you all enjoy those. So yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Send them my way. All right, you guys, you know, there's been a lot of push about mental health lately. And you know what? Uh, I've really been leaning into that hard on this podcast and, um, people have been reaching out to me, some, some nonprofit organizations, some groups that are, are raising awareness and raising money for mental health. And this podcast is one of those, um, episodes and we'll get to that in a little bit. But after, uh, Johan's podcast with Dan and Melanie Lossath, we were, uh, kind of bouncing some emails back and forth Melanie was really interested in setting up some sort of memorial place where people could go and make donations to mental health in Johan's honor. And she stumbled upon this group. It's called headsupguys.org. I'm going to read you some stuff. We are an action-based organization, so we are less about awareness of mental health and more about providing the tools people need to get the help they need. We work to make the services accessible by breaking down stigma, but we are focusing on making the tools easy for men and others to access and use without fear or judgment. Heads Up Guy's mission is to become the first resource men, as well as their family members and friends, look to when fighting depression. Heads Up Guys is an online resource that supports men in their fight against depression by providing tips, tools, information about professional services, and stories of success. It supports men's health in a positive, inclusive, and mutually supportive way with and for people of all backgrounds, regardless of gender, race, or sexual orientation. Heads Up Guys operates under the leadership of Dr. John Ogradnichek, and I'm sorry if I butcher your name, (laughs) who is a professor of psychiatry and the director of psychotherapy program at UBC. Their team of clinicians, researchers, and mental health advocates bring together their expertise and personal experience to provide people with this unique resource. So Melanie wanted you guys to know that um, if it's something that you want, for instance, people are out there who say we're on Johan's Patreon and obviously um, wanted to redirect those, those funds people could do that by redirecting those funds to headsupguys.org. So I think it's a really valuable uh, resource for men. Uh, Melanie was more focused on depression in men in this case, because obviously, uh, you know, Johan suffered greatly uh, at the hands of his depression. And um, of course, though, uh, this resource could be used by anybody. But um, more importantly, I think we just wanted to uh, make a resource available. So if, 
if people wanted to donate uh, and raise awareness uh, about men's mental health, they could do that with headsupguys.org. The website is headsupguys.org. Heads up so please go there and check them out. Um, sound very reputable. Uh, the fact that it's it's um, a UBC-based organization, I think, is fantastic. You, you know that your donation is going to be used wisely. And um, I would encourage you guys to go and check that out. So Melanie uh, and Dan, thank you so much for your continued work um, honoring Johan and uh, providing the resources that people need to deal with their own mental health. So listen, guys, we're going to get to the podcast, but you know what? This podcast is made possible by a couple of really important sponsors, and one of them is Dynamic Cyclist. Dynamic Cyclist is a small team of coaches, sports therapists, and weekend warriors who want to help you ride pain-free. Above all, there's cyclists like you, like us, who have experienced firsthand the effects of muscle imbalance on both our performance and comfort on the bike. Dynamic Cyclist programming is designed to help you develop and maintain a healthy range of motion through a combination of dynamic and static stretches. The core of their program is the Daily Stretching and Mobility Program. This is laid out in a month-by-month format, and you can easily track your progress over time. They also have a ton of bonus programming, which you can complete in addition to the daily stretching, or take a break and do some of these shorter programs. This includes injury-specific programming, which combines strength and mobility work targeted to address a certain pain point. Their strength training programs are designed so you can follow along at home with minimal equipment, and they currently have a three-month intermediate program and a three-month advanced program. To take advantage of their programs, head on over to dynamiccyclist.com, drop the code MB40 at checkout, and you're going to save 25%. We've got some great things coming up with Dynamic Cyclist, and I can't wait to share that with you, um, so stay tuned for that. We're also brought to you by Cycling 101. You know, winter is upon us. Some of you will be heading out on the fat bike to train, while others might prefer to hit the trainer. Regardless of what your method is, winter is still a great time to make fitness gains, but you need the right program. If you're in need of a training program, or you're just not seeing the results of your current program, reach out to Cycling 101 for a consultation. Their mission is to empower cyclists of all levels to maximize their potential through customized, professional, safe, and fun interactions on and off the bike. We are all living busy, active lives, and you may not think you have time for an effective program, Not so, with a training program tailored to your lifestyle. Reach out to Cycling 101 to learn more, and if you drop the code MB40, you're going to save 25% off your consultation. You know, you don't see a lot of 25% off offer codes out there. Usually it's like 10, 15, 25% is huge. So don't forget, check out Dynamic Cyclist, dynamiccyclist.com. MB40 saves you 25% on their programs, and Cycling 101, MB40 will save you 25% off a consultation. On today's podcast, I bring you a conversation with Ben Swift and Jay Jones. On August 19th, 2022, Ben and Jay plan on riding the Boomerang Loop, cycling around the entire circumference of mainland Australia in 50 days to raise awareness and funds for the mental health charity Mindful Oz. Mindful Oz is extremely proud of the incredibly inspiring and compassionate people who have come together to spread the most important message, that of acceptance and hope. Mindful Oz understands the task at hand in reducing beautiful lives lost to suicide. They also understand that the stigma associated with mind and behavioral health is experienced by more than just one individual or group of people. They seek out opportunities to work collectively with as many people as they can to generate a much bigger, more powerful, and beneficial social change and voice. Jay has experienced the effects firsthand in his own life with the loss of people close to him. There's so much stigma around mental health But there's also a hesitancy in extending a hand to people who seem troubled and just how to start that conversation. 
In this podcast, we chat about the importance of the Boomerang Loop project and the complicated logistics of a challenge of this magnitude. We talk about how to spot the signs of poor mental health and the ways to help those that seem to be struggling. Jay and Ben both have athletic backgrounds in sport, but have very little experience with endurance cycling. These two are very committed to the project, and I'm sure they will succeed in raising awareness to mental health. Please enjoy my conversation with Ben Swift and Jay Jones. Awesome, man. Well, this is cool. Are you, you guys are in disparate locations. Where are you guys located? So we're in Sydney. Both in Sydney. Uh, we're in Sydney, yeah. Both of us. But we, um, but yeah, this, we've, we just came out of our lockdown essentially yesterday a bit. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty gnarly there, hey? That's what I've been hearing, that it's really, really, really locked down there. Is that correct? Uh, it it, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. In certain places, it's um, a lot worse. I mean, we were, we were in a 5k, a five kilometer radius of where we were allowed to go out to. Um, but that, that all got lifted as of yesterday. So we were allowed, allowed a bit further out than that now, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I think it's a bit different down in Victoria in Melbourne. Um, I think it's a bit, bit more, bit more, uh, strict and a bit more stringent down there. So, so it's, um, sorry, I'm ignorant estates. Is it state by state? Sorry, yeah. So state by state has right. their own sort of government, uh, and then there's a national government as well. Right. Okay. So you, uh, Australia is a socialist Medicare medical system as well. Yes. Yes. So yeah, like to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. So how's the training been going with a with a five k lockdown radius? <laughs> oh, it's, it's yeah, it's not it's not ideal. I mean, suboptimal. Um, yeah. we've been trying to use um, the home trainer yeah um, so we've been using like Zwift and, and train at home and fortunately enough we have a kind of park um, near us which has got a, a 3.9 kilometer loop so we've been cycling around that for days and days and days <laughs> that'll that's how you build your mental capacity for these this kind of event right <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just looking, looking at the, the same trees, and I think oh. I know how many, how many trees are in that park. Well, wait, you can turn around and go the other way, though. So really, no, no, you <laughs> no, really can't. can't one way. One way. It's just one way. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. They don't even flip yeah. it up. They should switch it up. I, I was riding bikes in Alaska many years ago and the trails yeah. would flip-flop so you'd um you could ride them one way one day and one 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 way the next and it was a way to um mitigate congestion as the trails oh, were yeah, in use you could kind of mitigate it that way which i thought was really interesting yeah, yeah, yeah cool so that's that's the training at the minute i mean we're, we're trying to make the the most of it it's, it's it's not the best situation i mean lucky enough we're we're coming out of lockdown hopefully soon um, but it's just that weird uncertainty in Australia. Like it's always like, oh, is it going to go back into lockdown? We're, we're never one hundred percent sure. Yeah, you never know, man. At, like this is probably just, you know, just another wave of many we're gonna have. Yeah. 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 So, so, well, thanks for hooking up. This is very quick. This all happened very fast. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of dig that though because. I'm just, it's like we're sitting around having a beer, right? We're just kind of meeting for the first time. And, and I haven't had a lot of time to jump into kind of your background. So just to start, why don't you, um, uh, Jay, why don't you start and just introduce yourself to the listeners? Just, yeah, just say what you're all about. And uh, yeah, we'll start there. Yeah. So I'm Jay. Um, obviously, my real name is Jermaine Jones. That's where the Jay comes from. Uh, I'm 33 years old. I'm originally from the UK. I've uh, been living in, 
Sydney now for the last six years. I've pretty much been in Sydney my whole time. I haven't haven't really travelled around Australia. Um, I come from a bit of a strange athletic background. I, I've done a bit of running, um, cycling many, many years ago. Um, and then probably the majority of my adult life, uh, weightlifting and, and kind of bodybuilding. So very, very different to this challenge that we're taking on. Um, but yeah, I mean, this gives me a good opportunity to, to, to see Australia and also um, raise awareness for mental health, which is something that's very close to my heart. Um, I lost three friends at the end of 2019, at the start of 2020, to mental health, to suicide. Oh, um, and I've yeah, and I've also battled suicide, my, um, battled mental health myself. It's it's quite a common thing over the the last uh, couple of years with the whole COVID situation as well. And more people are talking about it. We'll get we'll get to that. That's yeah, the, yeah. I could roll with that for <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Ben, why don't you introduce yourself, please? Uh, yeah. So I'm Ben. Um, and I grew up in the north of England, uh, in the northwest, a very small local area of the Lake District. Not a lot of things going on there, but it's beautiful in its own right. Uh, I left I left to come to Sydney, um, and I've been here for about five years in January, I think, roughly. And uh, again, similar to, similar to Jay, my, my background has always been sport but of a, uh, of a more sort of, I played a lot of rugby growing up, started playing rugby when I was the age of four, and that's been my sort of focus in terms of sporting uh, background for, for the majority of my life. Um, and then from that, obviously, that had a hand-in-hand in going to the gym and, and doing weightlifting, which then led into some powerlifting, uh, powerlifting uh, things that I got into and really enjoyed that. And, uh, yeah, this, this, this whole thing came about from from wanting a new challenge of something that we've never done before having no prior experience to and having no prior misconceptions to and that's what it sort of came about so i've i've always been involved in exercise or always been involved in sort of physical fitness and that sort of thing um less so endurance uh wow what is going on there who who did that (laughs) Was that me? Maybe. <laughs> for for the listeners who can't see, it's, I think you can turn on these weird backgrounds. So we're on this like step thing, and I'm on one step, and my guests are kind of up on another. Can you turn that off? It doesn't matter if you want to leave it on. It's Jesus. funny. Uh, Too bad this wasn't yeah. a bar. Go ahead, man. So so yeah, this is um, so yeah this this I've all, I've always uh, sort of. My focus has always generally been around exercise and being in a gym or being in a sort of um, in, in a in exercise sort of point point of view, I suppose, and always been involved in in, in fitness and so like that. So, so yeah, I, I wanted to, as I say, challenge myself in a, in a way that I'd never had, as I say, had no prior misconceptions about before. So, so yeah, this is for me. This is where it, where it uh, started. Um. So. Uh why mental health we we heard a little bit from from jay about kind of the catalyst for him um yeah do you have any experience with that in your life so, with loss and- so for me for me um mental i've never fortunately enough i've never been um i've never had struggled with sort of mental health um problems or issues uh, that's not to say that you know everyone goes through tough times uh in their life um i've just been lucky enough that i haven't sort of you know had that uh, prolonged suffering 
Um, however, for me, the mental health background sort of comes from sort of seeing the impact that suicide has had on some very close friends of mine and seeing how some of their close friends, uh, having had them take their life, uh, how it's impacted them as, as people and sort of seeing the fallout of what someone taking their life has on, on, on the people immediately around them and sort of at a greater at a greater wider spread uh, and seeing how it sort of cripples cripples those sort of people who are closest to them um, for a long, long, long time, if not forever. In, in the sort of um, yeah, the, the prolonged effect it has on them, and, and, and it's seeing that take effect, which sort of makes me, you know, want to do something about it. So you've both mentioned this event, and it, we haven't really talked about it yet. So one of you, why don't you just tell the people what you're uh, planning to to do to raise a whole bunch of money for mental health? Yeah. So we are planning to cycle the circumference of Australia. That's a total of 14,251 kilometers, um, which is 8,855 miles. Uh, we plan to do this, or we, you know, we, we're going to do this within 50 days. Uh, that works out at uh, 285 kilometers per day, which is 177 miles per day. Um, and as I said, we have no prior experience to cycling uh, other than, you know, a, a few months ago. And um, we plan to take this challenge on in August 19th, 2022. And uh, what organization are you raising money for and how? what's your target? Uh, Jay, do you want to take over? Yeah, so we're, we're raising money for a Melbourne-based charity called Mindful Oz. Um we may have some other charities involved as well, but that's the main one we're raising for, and it's a hundred thousand dollars. That's what we're we're targeting, um, which we think that's going to be within our within our reach. Um, we hope to obviously go more, but with like a, a challenge of this size, um, and with you know help from people like yourself as well, getting that message out to people, I think we can raise um, a lot of money, and hopefully get people talking about um, mental health. That's probably our main goal, rather than just the money side of it. It's really just getting everyone talking about mental health and, and trying to remove that stigma around it. Did you listen to the podcast I put out about Johan? I haven't, unfortunately, no. Please do, because um, it, it's going to like, it's it's a it was an awesome conversation. So um, <clears throat> yeah, our the bikepacking community lost lost a very, very kind, beautiful soul to mental health issues. And uh, I had the, um, the couple that uh, where he was staying kind of over pandemic and it almost seemed like a little bit and it, you know, just when you, when I consider what's been going on the last couple of years that, that the pandemic, the lockdown has really been um, kind of like the catalyst for a lot of really heavy mental health issues. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, again, Ben's me and Ben are probably fortunate for we we both have um, you know our girlfriends and stuff like that, and, and and a kind of friendship group around us. But I feel I really feel for those people that are, that, that they're on they're on their own at home um, during these these worldwide lockdowns and stuff like that, and just even even people with um, you know kind of domestic violence and things like that as well, just being locked in the house with with a partner or something like that that could be potentially dangerous. It's all coming back to the mental health, you know, losing jobs as well and financial strain. You've gone from 
you know, probably being on top of the world to overnight, you've lost everything because of something that's completely out of your hands, whether that's, you know, the COVID outbreak or the way that a government might be handling it. Um, yeah, you, you, you've lost everything from, yeah, from, from, from something that's completely out of your, uh, your hands. Yeah, it's been devastating for a lot of people. I've I found. I mean, even even personally, I think we're all all going through um, this adjustment. And I find too, with especially with social political <laughs> things that are kind of going on in the world right now, and the divisiveness, and all the different movements. And it seems like it seems like we're more segregated than we've ever been. You know, in in a time when we're supposed to be coming together, right? And and yeah, yeah. and quote understanding our differences and just just loving one another there seems to be all this this divisiveness and it's it's to our detriment it really is to our detriment um can you share um uh we'll come back to you in a sec ben but jay can you share maybe a story about um kind of the the events that led up to one of your friend's demise um yes i mean obviously there's different ones i mean the one in sydney for instance um uh, he was quite a uh, big name in in the sort of music industry in sydney i, I also dj so cool. he was like kind of a a big name in the sydney industry where he was running events for many years um and from an outside view kind of looked like you know everything was was going great he's going on these beautiful holidays he's running the best best parties in the country he's got thousands of people turning up to sold out events and everything looks um looks great and he was really actively pushing the, the mental health um message um and then yeah out of nowhere it, come, it kind of it's a bit of a weird one it came of it kind of come as a shock and not as a shock like i remember reaching out to him um maybe a week, two weeks before he actually took his own life. I noticed a few things through social media. He was sharing some old pictures. And I just know from like my own experience, some little signs to look out for. And he was just, he was sharing pictures of like better days and stuff like that and with quotes like that. And then I got a message um, for one of my friends basically just saying that, you know, he's he's taken his own life. And it was kind of a big shock to, to everyone. So I, I seen some signs. I reached out to him. He didn't, he didn't reply. Um, but obviously you, you never really think somebody's going to take their own life. And then, yeah, it happened and it kind of just put a shock through the whole Australian music industry to be honest. It's, and it's made me look at the way I, uh, interact with the music industry and interact with social media as well. Um, I'm the way I sort of do it now is completely different to what it was before. It it always seems that way. It always seems like on the outside, you know, things yeah. look hunky dory. Everything's just looking great, and uh, but on the inside, it's just this this storm of negative self talk. And uh, for example, I don't know if that's the the case for, with your friend, but um, good for you, man, for for reaching out to a friend when you saw that something was going on. And and I think that not not only is there stigma around. Um, admitting your mental health problems but i think there's there's a there's a a stigma around approaching someone when they have an issue or if if you think they have an issue how how do you 
how did you broach that subject with your friend? Like that's, that's heavy. That's heavy shit. Right. And you're going to your friend going, dude, I'm worried about you. What's going on? How did you, how did you start that conversation? I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way. I kind of just went straight in. Um, like I said, it's kind of, I seen the signs from like my own self. Um, he was sharing, he was sharing pictures of like, you know, 15 years ago of happier times and stuff like that. So there's all these little signs that, you know, sharing pictures of his daughter and there's all like things like that popping up. And so I just basically reached out in a way where it was like, you know, like, I, I, I you know, I can see you're putting up all these pictures and I was like, it, you know, like talk to me. I can, I can tell something, tell something's wrong. Um, and then, yeah, he never replied back to my message. And then obviously a week, uh, two weeks later, he, yeah, it took his own life. So it, it was, it was, it was a shock, you know. But uh, I kind of have to see, in a weird way, positives for everything. Like now that that's happened, and that's happened to my other friends as well. I just want to use um, this and majority of my, the rest of my life, kind of trying to make an impact if, if I can on on this this sort of space. Um, it's a, it's a difficult one because yeah, like I've, I've been there myself and it's, it's sometimes, you know, nothing, nothing can stop it. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think this, these conversations are the conversations that need to happen, right. To, to, to bring it to light and, and to let people know that um, if people are listening to this right now, you're not alone. Many, many people feel this way and yeah. there's, there's so many reasons for it. It might not have to do with, pandemic it could have to do with anything financial strain relationship strain um i mean there's genetic component to that there's social networking isn't helping at all with with uh with uh, having (laughs) healthy minds that's for sure especially with young women um so ben why this why did you choose this particular um challenge to raise the money uh yeah, just just um, on top of what Jay said, it, it's as and, and sort of in parallel with what Jay said, it's about raising awareness as well as the money. Obviously, well, the money course. goes towards that. It, it's more about um, really getting a voice out there and, and absolutely, you know, getting rid of, rid of the stigmatism as you just mentioned about getting rid of the stigmatism of talking about mental health and being able to approach someone and talk to them. And and the big thing for me is listening. Uh, and that's my aspect of it is listening to what people have to say and also listening to the cues that they're giving out as Jay obviously says like the the, the cue of, like you know he's posting pictures about his his, his past life and his, his past sort of endeavors and stuff like that and being aware of, of certain people's um almost cues um so that 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 to me is something that over this though this journey of we actually starting you know talking about what we were, mental health and why we're doing it for mental health. This, these are the things that I've been learning and picking up whilst, um, you know, it, as well as learning how to, learning riding a bike essentially, uh, is also learning about the, the cues and stuff about to do with mental health, which has really been beneficial for me. Um, why, why, why this? We, we, when, when I first thought of this or when we first sort of came to this, I, I was listening to a podcast um about a guy who had cycled, Dean Stott, about a guy who'd cycled from uh, the very south of uh, America all the way up to the very north, uh, covering both Americas and um, and going all the way up over over through the Pan American Highway. Um, and he did it in 100 days. And 
uh, he he started training for that sort of two years before he actually did it. Now, when we at the time it was sort of Jan- Christmas or January uh, of 2020, and I just I'd reached goals that I'd wanted to reach in powerlifting, and and I'd accomplished the things that I'd set out to do in that sort of area. And I went back into the gym in, in January, and you know everyone's full of these. Um, uh, things that they're going to set out and goals that they're going to do for themselves in the January New Year and I, I didn't have that I didn't know what I was going to do I was sort of a bit lost and a bit sort of in a place of I was just going through the motions and and I say I, I say I listened to this podcast and I said well why why can't why can't I do something like that um, and the biggest thing that I could think of was cycling around Australia uh, and so I actually spoke to Jay and said look mate I'm going to I'm going to cycle around Australia he said yeah I'm in and mm-hmm. uh, and he said he said it very quickly, and it was very sort of abrupt, uh, which sort of took me back. But um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, we so from that point we said we said we're in. Now that was in around sort of February. Um, from that point, we from that point we didn't have bikes, we didn't have a plan, we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, and I think of early April, we started training on, I'm not sure if you know, if you know what an assault bike is, a rogue echo assault bike. Yeah. We started training on, on those and we trained sort of, uh, every, we trained every day on those assault bikes for maybe um, two months. Um, so spending, you know, maybe eight hours, eight hours a day on some, on, on those assault bikes. Um, and just, just training, just training, just cycling and cycling, cycling, because we didn't have bikes, we didn't have anything else like that. So that was the only sort of similarity that we could find in the closest comparison. So, so that's how it all started and and that's where it began. So, yeah. It's a big undertaking and I like your, uh, I like your commitment. Uh, Jay, I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. I'm in. (laughs) Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Just riding bikes, I'm in. <laughs> and uh, the eight hours training, be careful. Be very careful. Don't overtrain. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 Don't yeah. blow your joints up. I'm sure you guys, yeah. with, with your athletic background, I think your uh, strength is going to be, you're probably going to be stronger than probably 90% of the cyclists out there who are all just legs, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so um, I think you've, you've got a good base you're starting with. That's awesome. Um, so non basically you admit non non cyclists non cyclists none at all yeah awesome um so do you have a bike sponsor are people giving you bikes because they should yeah i mean that's what we're, we're trying to work on at the minute we're approaching uh, a few different brands and stuff like that, trying to trying to get sponsors with everything really um from bike sponsors down to um support vehicles and, and just yeah bits of everything so we're reaching out to various uh companies in Australia and internationally as well, um, just trying to get them aboard. So, I mean, if anyone's listening to this and they, and they, want, to, no they want to help us out. Nobody listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people are listening to this. No, um, we have a great community. The My Back 40 community is awesome. Um, I, I mean, I didn't raise 100 grand, but last summer I raised two grand for the Masaka Cycling Club in Uganda. And uh, the generosity, and, and not even with the donations, but just the support, like the, yeah. like the support personally, people who were like, dude, because when, when I was riding it, it was, you know, 40 degrees Celsius. It was so hot. And people were just like, dude, here's a hotel, get a hotel room. Like here's some money and take care of yourself. So um, I, I think the cycling community in general is is uh, is super, super supportive. So I, I would imagine that your your goals will be met. 
with a lot of success. Do you guys have a coach? We don't have a coach. You gotta get a coach. We, we have a training. We have a training. Uh, we have training plans and stuff like that set out from um, a very good sort of well from a from a actual. They're actually physios slash come strength and conditioning coaches who have, have been really really helpful for us. So it's 4 D in Sydney. Uh, they've been fantastic um, in terms of setting up training blocks and stuff like that. We don't have a specific coach that sort of is going to teach anything. Um, we we've been knocked back by a couple of coaches, which has been a, a great turnaround. Which has been very interesting. What do you mean uh, by that? Also, knocked back? Uh, when we first set out on this, we obviously were quite. I'd say we, we, we're very green. We don't have a clue. Um, and so we approached the coach and uh, and they they sort of asked us about our background and asked us about what we've sort of done before. And obviously we haven't done an awful lot in terms of the cycling world, if, if anything. And uh, and they were very quick to point out all the flaws that we would have and, and will continue to have throughout the whole training process and basically came to us and said that there's not a chance in hell that you're going to be able to do this. Um, now, for me and both me and Jay, we both read. It was quite a long uh, email, which was which was good to have a little look at. Uh, it, we we uh, we read through this email um, and we both went away and had a little think about it. And the next day, we rang each other up and said, "How do you feel about it?" And both of us uh, were more determined than ever to, to do this. Um, more determined to the point of, "There's, we, let's go and do it. Like we, we're going to do it tomorrow, if if we could have, uh, in that sort of respect." So it, it was really, really helpful from a way that he probably didn't expect it to be. It was incredibly helpful, and incredibly fulfilling, and, and powerful for both of us. That, um, that, that this guy basically said, "There's not a chance in hell that you're going to be able to do this." So it, yeah, it, it meant that it gave us even more drive and determination. Yeah, I don't agree with that, dude. I don't agree with with that at all. I, you know what? I think I'm a newbie too, right? Like I haven't really been at this endurance game for very long at all, and uh, like maybe five years. And uh, it's um, it's I my opinion is it's all in your head. It's all in yeah. your head because when you, yeah you're gonna find and I'm sure you already you know it's no different than than um, like I don't know, man. Like um, I did a podcast with. Uh, a performance coach and he was struggling he was working with a weightlifter who was struggling just pushing five more pounds to get this this goal he wanted to reach five pounds it's nothing and um the coach actually basically had him stop and he, he gave him a five pound plate like just a five pound weight he says feel that it's, and the guy picks it up and he's like that's it man that's it it's like that's that's nothing, and it's it's just like you think you get to this magic number. I'm not a weightlifter, so you know you you don't want to do yeah. like whatever deadlift 450 pounds or something, or you want to do 455. It's like oh, I just you know it's all in your head, and cycling is the same way. Now I, I think if I may, you definitely want to get some long distance experience because um, not only is there a mental aspect to it, but I think your body is going to just over the 285k per day. Um, it's 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 just kind of like all you're mitigating how slowly your body's falling apart, right? It's gonna fall apart. It is. It will. It's yeah. gonna be really really hard. But I think that uh, I I don't think you should believe those guys. And I'm so happy that you're just like no, whatever. We're gonna do it. And because there's people out there doing it right now who are, you know, some people get off the couch and they might not win. They're not winning these things, but they get to the finish line, right? And I think that even if it took you guys sixty days. 
or 65 days. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's all in the, it's all in the, it's all in your heart, man. So I, I feel like you guys have your heart in it. So yeah, you guys are going to yeah. crush it. You guys are going to do awesome. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, I think it's much, it's just, it's as much about the fitness as it, you know, it's, it's in that, that head space, isn't it? That really kind of always ties back to the mental health thing as well. Just really just being determined enough to like, keep going, keep the, keep the legs turning over. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the, the route a little bit. So 14, what was it? 14,251 kilometers. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of, uh, elevations on that? Like how, how much climbing over all that? So, so I, I, the only way I've done this is day to day. So I've, I've gone and broke this down from day to day and worked out roughly where we need to be or where we're going to be after each, each, in each certain days. Um, now the general elevation of the, of the, the route is, is generally pretty flat and that's very sort of, which is great for us. Um, but it's only the last four days. I think, I think over the last four days from day 45, actually, sorry, yeah, the, from day 45 to all the way through to day 50, uh, I think they have something, we have something like uh, day to day, we have 2,900 meters of climbing um, on average for the, for the last five days. Um, now that's, that's as much as we're going to have um, throughout, and I think after, you know, before that, throughout the rest of the 45 days, I think our average is well, well, well below a thousand meters. Well, very flat, super flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's, is which is obviously more helpful. Yeah, that's great. That's going to bode well, right? You don't have to worry about climbing big mountains or anything like that. But uh, still, a long way to go, man. That's a long, long distance. Yeah. How have um, uh, planning logistics for something like that, like? Uh, are you guys just doing this on your own? Do you have someone, you know, planning this for you or anyone helping out on the side? So we've, I, I, I've planned, I've planned the route um, and I've, I say, broken down the route and stuff like that. So I've been doing a lot of the planning and the logistics side of things. Um, and and we, when we actually set off to do this, we will, we have uh, tied in a couple of support support people um so we do have the idea the idea the idea is that we have a camper van that sort of leads us off and we'll go to the the destination for that day and then we'll have a support van next to us um with with people in it uh, with a couple of people in it um and and the idea is that there'll there'll be continued support throughout but in terms of the route planning and the logistics and that sort of side of things it's just been down to the two of us really to make sure that we we know roughly what's what's going on uh, i mean the closer we get to the to the start of this event with the 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 more that, that team becomes uh, you know given all this information we'll hand all this information over and and that you know the sooner we can get that information over to them and taken off us obviously helps uh, gives us less things to think about and less things to consider uh, but for the time being we, we've sort of we've taken this all on our on ourselves um, you know trying to not only the logistics of it all but even trying to grow our community which is which has been huge from Jay's point of view he's been trying to grow our, our outreach and stuff like that to to get a bit of a voice behind it so it can sort of um, really take off so yeah it's, it's two two huge factors in this obviously one is logistics the second one is sort of the reach and, and the media what's scaring you guys about this <laughs> um scaring me about this uh, you know you know i'm not i'm not actually scared about the actual um 
the actual bike ride, it's more it's more those unknowns like um the unknown injuries or the unknown like bike problems and things like that. But the actual cycling and stuff like I'm 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 pretty confident um that we can complete everything. It's just that it's just those little unknowns of like when we're in that real dark place of like, you know, um food energies are low or something like that or lactic acid buildups or just muscle those injuries that could set in that's those little unknown things that could happen um but i mean yeah i mean other than that like I, i'm 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 pumped i'm ready to go yeah we're both we're both i think we're both pretty i mean probably a little bit to to do something like this or for us to to do something this from from an unknown perspective is naive to say the least and also uh maybe a little bit well maybe a little bit arrogant um and i'd mean that in the best way possible um i mean that from a way of because we don't know the outcomes and because we don't know what's to come we're gonna we, we're gonna do it regardless uh and as i say i mean that in the bestest way possible uh, i mean for, for me and i think it's you know echoed with jay as well is that the, the biggest excitement and draw for me as in this as well as obviously you know the raising the money for charity and the and the, the outreach of uh mental health awareness is that we're going to be put into conditions and places and physical stress that we've never been before um it's completely alien to us and i think for both of us we're both looking forward to seeing how we react now respond in that and how how do we fight those things internally um to to accomplish the goal that we've set out for ourselves I mean, we're going through some really harsh environments. Um, one of the areas that we're going through is the south of Australia is is a place called the Nullarbor Plains. Um, it's it's called the Nullarbor. It's a Greek word or Latin word, sorry, Greek word, I'm not sure, for uh, nothing. There's just nothing there. There's no there's, there's no trees. There's no nothing. And I think there's something like 1,600 kilometers worth of nothing, um, which is about four or five days for us. Um, of actually of us actually being on, on that sort of noble plane and and it's it's being in those situations and being in that sort of headspace because at the end of the day as you say it all comes back into your head and you you're just going to be sat there in your own thoughts and in your own mind uh, and that and how you react to that sort of thing is really intriguing to me not necessarily scary just i can't wait to see what it's going to be like um i haven't gone 1600 kilometers through nothing before but i've been many many hours with nothing like nothing other than just yourself and it's like i don't know it's up and down it's 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 like especially if if you get in if you can find that flow state where you just kind of like just drift off into you know la la land and just grind it out or in the case of that when you told me about that the planes there it sounds beautiful to me you know, like yeah. that, that's another thing to another way you can kind of, a or a strategy to flip it around because I don't know if you guys have been through that area before, but Never. that's awesome. You're going to be able to go through this new place and you know, you're fortunate enough. You're going to have a support vehicle. So you'll have, you're going to have lots of water. I, I mean, I would just try to enjoy that just to savor every moment of, of those, those, uh, those challenging situations because you guys are, you guys are more capable than you probably even think you are. Like I, I appreciate your arrogance. Like I think you have to go into it with a, with a bit of a, like a, a chesty kind of like, okay, we're fucking going to do this. We're going to ride our bikes really far. And I think that goes a long way to, uh, yeah, it's all, like I said, it's all attitude. Right. Um, yeah. Com- 
confidence and having no doubt. I think if we let doubt sort of settle in, it's gonna it's gonna cause problems. So it's not. It's, yeah, I guess it's more of a confidence than arrogance. But yeah, yeah, that, I that probably, doubt. probably said the wrong wrong word. So yeah, yeah. You, you're probably right. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I was picking up what you're putting down. I, I get it. I mean, I think there's pl- there's a place for that, you know, when when you're tackling something, you know, really big. Um, so you're thinking, f- sorry, it was 55 days, 285 a day, 50, 50 days, 50. yeah, 285 a day. Yeah, you'll do that, and that's all road. There's no gravel in that or dirt, just road. All road, yeah, yeah all man. road. So I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a blast. Um. How many? How many k? How, how much training are you doing right now? So, um, so yeah, go on, Jay. I'll eat this one. Yeah, so I mean, we're we're kind of just making it up as we go along. I mean, we, we've made the kind of structure. Uh, we know that we need to spend time on the bike. Um, so at the minute, we've got on a Monday, we're kind of doing like an interval training, uh, working different zones. Um, so going through each zone or or a particular zone on, on which day. And then we're on a Tuesday, we've got Tuesday and a Thursday, we're going ranging from around 100Ks, 80 to 100Ks. And then um, Saturday, we're out on a longer ride. And then Sunday's kind of like a three, four hour ride. Um, but yeah, we're, we're structuring on that just to try and keep those Ks going up. And as we go along, we'll sort of um, pyramids will come up. And then drop down every every so many weeks, every eight weeks, and then we we'll just keep doing that, scaling up as we go along, um, and just increase the amount of kilometers per week. I don't think you really have to do huge, huge Ks. I've always kind of maintained that you know, I think if you're doing, you're never going to be able to replicate the event. Obviously, you're never going to know what that's like. But uh, yeah. I, I think if if you're just getting out, do you guys have day jobs? That's what I was going to ask. So are you guys <laughs> are you guys like training constantly, or is this like in those spaces you have in and around your work and your family life? In the spaces that we have, yeah. So we we do both work, um, and we're trying to like. I mean, we're not we're not working at the minute because of the whole lockdown situation. Um, but yeah, we do usually work. So a lot of this is going to be squeezed in around. Um, the day job you know what doing after work or in the mornings or the weekends so we're just really just trying to like um fit everything in it's, it's it gets quite difficult sometimes when you're, you you want to have your dinner and you have to get on the bike for yeah for so many hours so yeah some late nights there's some late nights on our bike you guys are going to be beasts when you come out the other side <laughs> of all that training <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we, we, to, to be honest, we, we, we've, we've, as well as obviously the, the, the weekly, the, obviously the training blocks and stuff that we've been doing, we, we also, as a bit of a mental um, thing for us, and I think it's worth mentioning, is that we set ourselves, um, sporadically, we've set ourselves barriers of entry. Um, and I mean that from like a, a mental standpoint in that, okay, in a month's time, for example, we'll do, a, 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 we'll do something that's going to push ourselves a little bit harder. Uh, so that you know, so that we know that once we've completed that specific task or challenge or whatever it is we set ourselves, then you know we we're, we're we're getting better, we're improving, we're progressing, and then when it comes to the actual 50 days, we can almost fall back on that sort of thing. But well, I know what happened here because I, I did it, I did it sort of back in March or whenever it was. I mean, the first one of the first sort of barriers of entry that I call it is, that we did was um, we wanted to do uh, an eight-hour session on the assault bike um, just continuously. And we did, I think we did that, we did about 255K in that first, in, that, in those in that eight hours. 
the next the next one we did was um, I mean we did one I can't remember the next one we did but a couple of oh the the one after that was doing our first hundred k on a road bike um, which was you know which is isn't not sorry our first hundred miles on a road bike which is about one hundred and sixty k and we we did that. Uh, for the first time and, and you know it, it wasn't it wasn't particularly easy uh and we we made so many mistakes we didn't take enough food with us i think we took like one oat bar each with us or something to do it and and you know we made mistakes but it was a huge learning curve and we did it and again so we we sort of fall back onto those sort of things uh the next one the one with the, that we've just did we, we just done sorry was um in september we rode 200 miles in our first 200 miles in a day um and that was but we did that within this sort of park that Jay was talking about prior to, is that, is that we, we did it in this park of, of the loop. So this loop's 3.9K, oh, I think. Oh um, <laughs> so we did 87, 87 laps of the same loop uh, to, to, to accomplish our, our, our sort of 321K, which is the, the 200 miles equivalent. So, so you know, we, we've been setting ourselves little random goals or different sort of challenges that are going to push ourselves. I think the next one we've got lined up is back-to-back 160s, uh, 160Ks, which is about 100 miles. So back-to-back 100 miles. Uh, and it's just little things like that that we keep testing ourselves with to make sure that we're on the right path and we're doing good. That's awesome, actually. Those aren't little things. Those are big things. Those are really – I think those are really good um, – yeah, no, those those are really good uh, challenges. I think that's gonna that's gonna give you all that experience of like, you know, what what it's gonna be like to do big miles day after day. And what uh, what about nutrition? Do you guys have some plan around that, or do you have anyone helping you with that? Uh, so we've got a because the gym that we're at we're at a CrossFit gym, so we're lucky enough that they have a good community and and a couple of nutritionists there. So we got a we got given a basic plan. Um, we probably need to do a bit of work on that. Um, but we're kind of, again, everything's kind of an experiment. We're, we're making it up as we go along. Like, for instance, that 200-mile we did um, a few weeks ago, we realized that the nutrition size, it wasn't there. Um, you know, we, we didn't have enough carbohydrates, didn't enough fats and things like that. So we are, every time we we, we go out and on the bike, we kind of learn everything. We, we learn something as we as we go along and, and make changes to the next step. Um, but we don't have like a, a, a full blown nutritionist with us. We are kind of just, you know, just making sure that we're trying to take in as much calories as possible and, uh, and, the, and the right type of calories. Awesome, man. Well, it sounds like you guys have thought of most things, I think. Um, do you have a pitch? Like when you're reaching out to sponsors, do you have a pitch that you, that you bring to the table? And the reason I ask is if you have a pitch, you should pitch it right now. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, you know, let's help, let's help these guys out, right? I mean, we have a huge community of people, and there's tons of experience, and there's there's tons of uh, um, diversity in the community, from like scientists to doctors yeah. to endurance athletes. I noticed Abdullah Zainab follows you guys, so I was gonna say maybe you should reach out to that dude and ask him about. Yeah, it. yeah, we have we have actually spoken to him. Awesome. Um, before yeah he's, he's, he's a good guy i mean look that we don't necessarily have a pitch but i guess look, this is one of the most unique events of its of its of its kind i mean not just because we're cycling around australia just because we're we're not necessarily cyclists um we're doing it for mental health and it's it's during one of the the biggest pandemics in the hundred years i mean mental health is the forefront of, of everything globally in the minute so why not get on get on get on board this i mean 
it's a big opportunity for any business as well. Um, the amount of media coverage and and people this is going to touch, um, you know, it's it's great exposure for a business as well. Um, but obviously, you know, it's it's a great opportunity to 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 do something good um, within the community. Yeah, 100%. And 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 also on as well as that is is that uh, anybody's sort of. Uh, uh, we're coming from this, as I say, very green. Uh, anybody's experience and expertise on this is really going to help for us. I mean, we're we're learning things on the go, as we've just said, uh, and it would be we would love anybody's sort of expertise or, or um, opinions on certain things and, and whatever their expertise are. We would love to hear about it because, uh, you know, if somebody says we could, if somebody tells us these things before we actually do them, then we sort of easier to sort of add these add them in especially with the sort of nutrition and, and the training and stuff like that so and you know any sponsors that want to get on board we would really love love to um promote you guys as much as we possibly can as well um you know we're, we're just two normal blokes essentially that are trying to do something a bit different well, i think what you're doing is uh super important super relevant to what's going on nowadays and uh I think you guys are going to do well. I think you're going to crush it. It seems like you're being very mindful about it, actually. Kind of, uh, you have the big whiteboard in one in your apartment that you're kind of looking at every day and kind of checking off the timeline that makes sure it's all planned out. We have we have regular chats between the two of us just to make sure we're covering a lot of bases. Uh, we've naturally fallen into different categories um, from each each other's sort of experiences in the past and, and sort of new experiences. Um, so we've naturally sort of had our own roles to play in it, um, but, but it seems to have worked really well. And and you know we're still growing. We're still we're still um, as I say we're still fresh. We're still new. We've only been doing this sort of really sort of seriously for the past six months. So you know again anybody any exposure that we can get is really going to help this move forward in the right direction. And and that's not for us. It's for the whole of uh, you know it's for anyone with mental health problems and issues. And that's what the goal is. Can you tell us more about mindful Oz? You want me to do that, then? I'll let you crack on with that, Jake. Yeah. So mindful Oz, yeah. So basically, they um, they do a lot of workshops with within the school communities in in Australia. Um, I guess the reason why we we chose them is we're looking at ways of trying to have a an impact on the mental health community. Uh, we thought. You know, why don't we go down the route of really just trying to stop or educate about it early um, from a young age? Um, it just seemed like a, you know, the, uh, just a better angle for, you know, there's so many charities out there that, that, that help obviously people struggling from mental health, but there's not really that many charities that educate people from a young age. And I think this whole thing is about trying to educate so mindful, mindful is doing a lot of that within the, the school industries here and also the corporate, you know, the offices and the construction industry around Australia. And they do a lot of workshops to, to try and try and educate and help people and, and just give them the, the give them the literature to like really educate their friendship groups as well and, and get people talking about it. Where can people find out more about this project? Um, so we, we're on all social media accounts, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, so we're Boomerang Loop AU, and we also have our website as well. So it's boomerangloopau.com.au. It's a bit of a mouthful, but yeah, Boomerang Loop AU. 
And how do people find you? Are you guys just under that one uh, Instagram account or do you have in- individual accounts? No, we're, we're all through the one Instagram account. It's, it just makes it like we can tell our story better through um, one Instagram account. It's cleaner. And also, if people if people want to ask us questions or want to get in touch, we're more than happy to speak with people and reach out. And, you know, for people to reach out to us and ask us any questions for that would be great. We'd love to hear uh, who's sort of listened to this and who's been sort of motivated by it. It's, it all helps, and you know, at the end of the day, feeds back to us and, and motivates us to to do this. So that'd be really good to hear from people. Yeah, don't hesitate to reach out to these guys. What are the things that you need, kind of like? right now what, what do you guys need <laughs> everything um, <laughs> <laughs> we need everything yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, a big a big thing at the minute is really is really financial backing um i mean that's not we're not asking for thousands from people that's more you know if somebody can donate five dollars like we're, we're happy with that um that will help us with uh, just really getting this off the ground i mean the support vehicles um the accommodation with we're taking time off work australia is a very very big country um so we're you know the fuel costs and stuff like that as well and really just giving us a chance to to get this out to more people i mean there's always costs behind um you know marketing and just really trying to get this out to people and then obviously the goal is to to hit that a hundred thousand dollars so all of this all this hard work we're, we're putting in is to get a hundred hundred thousand dollars plus more um so yeah, reaching out for for donations. I mean, sponsors as well, down to to bikes, to um, apparel, anything really. That you know, there's there's so many aspects of this event. Well, I can't wait to get this message out. I'm excited to uh, to follow you guys and see how this project's going to go. Is there anything else you want to cover? Uh, well, if finally, I just want to say thank you very much for having us on. And yeah. you know, for your time as well, it, it's really, you know I'm really really grateful for you having for having us on. Um, it, it means a lot, uh, and, and you know it's nice that people such as yourself have have taken the time to to speak with us and, and give us the opportunity and the platform to get our story out there a little bit. So um, so thank you really, uh, and you know it's great to actually meet you. Oh, yeah, it, it's it my pleasure, man. Any it's anything fun. I can do to help, and and that goes for you. I mean. If there's something you need, just reach out to me. I, I'm no, I'm no like Joe Rogan or Rich Roll or anybody, but uh, I know some people. There's some people in the in the community who I'm sure would love to help. So if, if you need anything specific from me, just really make sure you reach out. And and uh, I've been hooking up authors with athletes and kind of making well, connections like that. So it's like, yeah. um, and that's what's been so amazing about this this podcast project is just meeting people like you who are doing meaningful projects and then hooking those people up with people who can help them with those projects. So I think if, if anything, I'm just a, a, a catalyst for connecting people together. And, and I really hope this podcast lands well and gets you guys uh, you. some, some awesome, you need some money. Got to get you guys some money so you can do this. Thing. <laughs> the, the, the catalysts are important people. So thank you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And people don't realize, I mean, I said this on my, I mean, again, I only raise a couple grand, but it costs a lot of money to raise money. And yeah, I, and I yeah. didn't have a caravan. I didn't have like, like people, I, it was just me out there. And it was like, man, it just costs a lot of, it costs a lot of money to raise money. So it, it's like, um, yeah, if people listening to this, check them out and donate to this awesome cause and let's do what we can for mental health. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that.
I want to thank Jay and Ben for their time and thank all of you for tuning in. Some great projects on the go uh, supporting mental health, and I think it's all super valuable. So please check them out, support them in any way you can, and definitely keep track or keep tabs on them on their Facebook page or their Instagram page to see what they're up to, how the training's going. I know they just received a, a great bike bag package. Um, I'm not sure of the brand, but if you head on over to Instagram, search for Boomerang Loop and give them a follow, you can uh, follow along with all the great stuff happening there. If you want to support the MyBag40 project, head on over to MyBag40.org slash support. I've got some great new t-shirts. I've already sent a few out. They're $35 plus shipping and handling. If you head on over to MyBag40.org and you can just PayPal me 50 bucks and I'll send you a shirt and some stickers, and I've had some great feedback about the shirt, and uh, I'm really digging it. In fact, the designer, Ken Chernoff, said that he is going to frame his and put it up. It's 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 It was such a fun project working with Ken, and uh, we're going to work together again, I think, because uh, I always have some crazy ideas of, of different shirts, and um, yeah, so keep track of that. Um, I also posted something. I've been kind of doing some more writing on myback40.org slash words if you want to head over and have a read. Um, I'd appreciate that. And you can, uh, I don't have comments turned on on all the posts, but if you want to reach out, you have something to say about what I've written, I'd love to hear from you. So that's all I've had. That's kind of all I have this week. It's been a busy, busy week, man. Um, hit the physiotherapy today, Ruth Sender at uh, Invermere Physiotherapy, and I feel fucking fantastic. A little sore. Got the uh, the dry needling. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like a 60 millimeter needle and they find the spots. They find those tense knots and spots deep in your fascia and your tissue and muscles and they fucking stick needles in there. It feels horrible at first, but once it's done, it just releases all the tension. I've been having some major problems. What I've, what I've discovered is my left hip flexor, just basically I have these overuse injury, injuries and and, and and if you don't treat them, I've been stretching, I've been doing what I can, but I needed deeper work. So uh, if you ever want physiotherapy, head up Invermere Physiotherapy, if you're an Invermere, of course, but at any clinic, I find physiotherapy very, very effective. So um, yeah, if you have a place in your town, definitely check them out. Definitely a bigger fan of uh, physio over osteopathy and uh, chiropractics and whatnot. Um, yeah, that's all I really got, man. Feeling good. Uh, I've got some great conversations coming, some fantastic conversations coming up and I can't wait to share them with you. So please, please head on over to your favorite listening platform. Give me a five-star rating and a review and don't, for, and don't forget to subscribe. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. So until then, get out, ride your bike. Winter's coming, get your fat bikes ready and don't forget, keep the rubber side down. <laughs>